There we are. I'm trying new weird intros. <laughs> yeah, well, anything's better than the uh, the hand rubbing thing you did in the last one, because that was like it's like ten seconds far too long of just the audio. You go in <laughs> and nothing else. Like it just sounded so so wrong. Because like if you think about it, right, there could be a time where there's people listening to the podcast that don't necessarily know that we do this. So exactly. they're listening to like episode four and all they're hearing like, is what the hell? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's like I'm not. I, you know what I'm gonna try? Well, I'm gonna give it away now. But what I can try is like be out of the shot and just do like oh something something that you know some sex sounds or something like <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know. How, what's the sound of your schlong when you uh, masturbate? Uh. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This escalated quickly. What are Guys, you doing? Um, what are yeah. you doing? Uh, Hold on, we've got, a, we've got a cat that wants to play. Okay. Don't lick that. It's not you. It's not a mouse. It's not a mouse. <laughs> he might think it is. Jeez. Definitely. I mean, it looks like a dead one. Uh, I think uh, it's time to announce to the guys that we changed this from a musical podcast to a sex podcast. Yes. We're branching out, guys. That's it. It's uh, no more lo-fi shit. It's only sex. Yeah, we're, we're, we're now going to be uh, like sex advice <laughs> people. Uh, listening to lo-fi, of course, because yep. it, it, it uh, helps a lot with the sex. Ah, fuck yeah. What you drinking, mate? Apple Tango. Oh fuck! They yeah. have they have the most uh, amazing drink in Spain um, that is impossible to find here. Where I haven't right. found here. What is it called? Uh, man, all the build up for nothing. Don't know, right? Hold on. While you look for that, all my my screen keeps like going dark because apparently it looks like I'm not doing anything. So I'm just gonna t- adjust that. So I'll be two seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, everybody's doing their thing. Guys, get ready. Pull out your lubes, uh, feel comfortable in your seats, uh, get the schlongs out, start rubbing them. We're going to be talking about some shit today. Uh, I think, yeah, I, oh, wow, okay, Aaron just jumped out entirely. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'm going to type on Google Spain blue fizzy drink. Oh, wait, is that the, um, the blue raspberry Fanta? No. Spain, uh, non-alcoholic drinks. Oh man, what is it called? I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna. I don't want to ask my wife. This is like fucking weird. It's probably gonna pop into my head at some point. But it's also really good for uh, when your tummy hurts and you have a little bit of like a tummy ache. You apparently yeah. drink that shit and it's like. It fixes everything. Oh, okay. What cool. is it called? It's like a stupid name. Like it's not unicorn. Uh, <clears throat> what is it? Fuck it. Anyway, let's not waste um, any more time. Let's not waste too much time discussing drinks that we're not sure what the name is. Exactly. Let's get to business. Let's go down. Let's get down to it. Um, right off the bat, I told you yesterday that I had a couple of. Uh, some people actually took the time to ask serious questions. I know that's uh, rare. Yeah. Very rare. Uh, one of them, you know, first one is from Saturn. 
I love that guy. Yeah,、uh, he says, "Oh shit!"、Uh, Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Se- <laughs> second one. Second one is from、uh, I'm busy.、Um, he asked, "What's lo-fi beer?" Shit answers only. Well, Foster's. Bingo! You got it. <laughs> worst worst beer ever.、Uh, Foster's Foster's Alaga. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. But I, I have to admit, I drank a lot when I was in the UK. Like it's the cheapest shit you can drink. It's like a huge F on it. So it's like fuck you, beer. Don't do that, dude. What? The cat. He's、okay. just yeah. He's he's back, just being annoying. Nah, special、nice. guest. <laughs> special guest. guest the Boom! There we go. Yeah, this is also something that we mentioned on my、uh, my Instagram story. Yeah. So for、did. the for the kids who are like really eager. Probably nobody. <laughs> well, Ethan、We're, wants to. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna do that on the on the second half of the show. Yeah. So, you know, we which you've to... cut down because I, I I made plans for exactly after the time we usually finish. Ah. Okay. All right. Well, th- we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We run the show, so if no no guests for today, no guests for today. It is what it is. We just exactly love hyping things up. You know, building things up, clickbaiting people to join the the live stream, and then just yeah. Um. Okay, I have the the serious question I have is from、uh, yeah. Lierbix. Oh yeah, yeah. Lierbix. 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 Okay, that's Lierbix. what I'd call him. Or is it Lierbix? Lierbix. Lierbix. Is it French? He's he's from the UK, I think. Oh, he's twat. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I I so, call him Lierbix, but that's just me. So okay, Lierbix. Lierbix. Ah,、uh, so he says, what's a great release strategy? EPs. Beat tapes or a shitload of singles. So I'll let you go first. Oh God.、Um, I mean, it depends whether we're talking like what you should do or what's actually like, I guess, successful.、Um, it, it's incredibly obvious that in the lo-fi scene, releasing a shit ton of singles with, I guess, a ton of different labels as well,、yeah. is a very successful release strategy. Is it? A good release strategy,、um, in my opinion, no.、Um, you can very easily get a good monthly listener number if you do that, and if that's what you're going for, then great.、Um, right, yeah. You know,、yeah. you can create. You know, you can create like thirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can create like thirty to forty singles. To release throughout the year with thirty to forty different labels, yeah,、um, and at some point, you know, you will burn out. <laughs> well, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say you burn out. Like, you know, people creating albums and stuff are making that many tracks and just picking the best. Yeah. the The issue at the moment within the lo-fi scene is that everyone's The market is becoming incredibly saturated. You know, this isn't the the first time that we've said this. Yeah. And it just seems that everybody is releasing music weekly to keep up those monthly listeners. To you know, to keep on the good side of labels that are、yeah. showing them success.、Um, and they're not really giving themselves or their music any room to breathe. Yeah. So if the question is what is a successful release strategy within the lo-fi scene, that is it.、Um, yeah. Just completely saturating the market like everyone else is doing.、Um, <laughs> if you're looking for a good release strategy, 
the, and this applies, I would say, across the board to all music. Um, yeah. It's, you know, even if if it's with the, with singles, albums, EPs, is to spend time on it for one, um, create some great visuals, um, promote it both before and after, and don't just release it and be like, okay, it's out to the world, telling everyone it's out on the release day, and then moving on to the next thing. Yeah, like keep just keep it churning along, making sure that. You know that key visual that you've got is out there making sure that you've you've got that you're making everyone aware um yeah. one thing i i heard recently was um i think it's something stupid like the the, the number seven rule or something i'm making that up i can't remember exactly okay, yeah. for every time you share something on your social media about 10 percent of people will see it yeah it's so fun. yeah exactly so the idea is to not keep sharing the same thing but create content around the thing that you've made um mm. so you know you've got that's you cool. put the album art out there that's 10 percent of your audience that, that might see that then you can maybe put a video out there to do with the release that's yeah. another 10 percent. maybe the original 10 percent that interacted with that to begin with mm. and what you're kind of doing is just kind of keepy uppy with the ball you're just yeah. making sure that it's it's going up and up and up and making sure that everyone sees it in some way, shape or form. You yeah. know, we have a thousand different platforms to share our music on. We have, um, you know, Instagram has, well, they did have several different formats. They've now folded videos all into like, one. Now it's like videos and more videos. So that's yeah, it. <laughs> so you've got, you've got, you know, your pictures on the main feed, you've got your Instagram stories and now you've got videos. Yeah. They're obviously favoring videos, so create like video content. Um, yeah. And it's kind of just making sure you're consistently kind of putting your stuff out there. Um, and as well as, you know, social media and stuff, um, although people would disagree uh, because they don't necessarily see blogs and like music influencers very important, um, try, just try and become friendly with like curators, tastemakers, um, like, blogs journalists and stuff and, and trying to get your music in front of people that don't necessarily follow you because especially within our scene oh, it's God. just a bunch of other producers that are all following yeah. us fucking creeps <laughs> <laughs> like i could scroll through my 1000 something and yeah, yeah. the chances of me coming across someone that isn't a music producer is, yeah well yeah it's probably like one out of like 50 at this point yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's about kind of a, a good release strategy throughout music as a whole would be to to just build something up around the release itself, whether that's like video content, some sort of like cool visual, even if you want to get into this whole NFT thing, like try something around that. That's yeah. pretty you know interesting and new. Um, and and yeah, uh, if you're wanting to shoot quick to to success then yeah drop a shit ton of singles <laughs> <laughs> i mean again this is like how should i say like my approach on that be i totally first of all i totally agree with your opinion um is a hundred percent valid no cap uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. We're, we're trying new lingo guys you know, hello fellow kids be, bear with us <laughs> um I would say, like, I always like to take it up uh, uh, a notch and say that 
what is what does it mean successful in the sense of like who yeah. who is the recipient of that that answer like is successful to to you to get a million streams is it successful to sell a hundred i wouldn't say copies but send a hundred instances of your track on itunes is it successful to get a thousand likes is it successful to be featured on editorial playlists is it all of the above you know it's like there's layers to success i think uh my personal um let's say milestone when it comes to success is basically uh, it's very simple like i always start with uh, my immediate fam family circle in the sense of um i mean maybe i'm not producing as much now as i used in the past with previous you know, um, deep house electronic genre but my success would start from if my mom liked it right as simple as that like if 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 i could get like this was like my goal like if i could get a Ugh. then uh 60 year old woman who has no background on any of the musical genres that i'm invested in and she uh she grew up with let's say maybe like greek uh folk music and uh abba because <laughs> like nice. disco everybody used the disco man i mean for fuck's sake like disco is disco you know like or and of course a little bit of rock and roll at least the commercial stuff like my dad was also like a, a more of a heavy rock head not as much as my mom but you know and i would say if a person like that likes it and mm -hmm. of course based on the, the music that i would make back then which was like you can low-key call it dance you could dance to it yeah if she would just like dance to it or something i said yeah this was a success now this also like upgraded to you know if my wife likes it or a few of my friends or you know i would send something out like i call it a success or it's like it's a the first level of success okay i made something that doesn't sound completely shit so yeah. we can we can work with that we can let's put it out in the world see what happens there uh now dude to build up with what you said is like it's yeah on our scene it's 100% it's the fact that uh we see it a lot more often that there would be like um a lot of producers out there who just like release a shit ton of music i think first time that i personally saw it um surprisingly before hoffy does it <laughs> did it <laughs> uh um it was i saw it from glimblip glip 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 glimlip yeah he's a dutch producer i don't remember his uh, his uh his legal name uh really cool guy like really top shelf producing like the guy like the the stories that he posts every now and then is like he's like a collector of hardware like he buys like some weird pianos or key instruments or whatever that yeah yeah you've never heard of and he's like oh that's cool uh you know good for you mate <laughs> um and he used to do it a lot uh like he would release not even every week i would say every five days he would put something out it was like so fucking crazy uh i guess it worked i mean in the long run you know i think he's kind of like sitting on like two and a half million monthly listeners now whatever some shit like that uh which is like pretty yeah two over two million which is like pretty solid for somebody who came up like seen you know like three years ago i, yeah. I want to say three years ago uh and he's been sitting on that number for like quite some time and he hasn't really 
put a lot of stuff out. Um, it, it's he's been like out of circulation for a little bit while now, and he's gonna put like I think an album soon. Anyway, uh, too far. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, uh, I definitely like what I would though like consider as a let's say not Pueblo Vista the artist or the label manager. Like mm-hmm. I would see it from the A and R point of view. Like what I would how I would manage as an A&R manager, like uh, an act, it would be exactly what you also said before, like um, produce enough work that can carry you through a year of producing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the golden rule that, yeah, I mean, there are golden rules and there are golden rules, whatever, what you mentioned, like whether it's like a seven or eight, whatever, this makes perfect sense. It's like, at the end of the day, it has to make sense to you. Yeah. Um, what makes sense to me, for example, is like, at least uh, two pieces of content per month. I think it's something that in, in our day and age, uh, with this sort of like fast consumption of media, I think two pieces of content, whether this is a single or a small EP, like a three track EP or four track EP, yeah. it, it can definitely keep you sane and not lose your shit. Um, of course, you know, producing more than one piece of work is not as easy as it might sound. You know, some people also like, also us, you know, it's not, there would be a point that you're gonna hit this fucking writer's block. Yeah. And then you'd be like, you know, I'm just gonna play games every day, try to figure out if I have like any, there's no inspiration coming anywhere. I mean, you can, you could even like um, download the best splice loops in the world and you could have like a ready-made track out of five splice loops and still it's not gonna work out <laughs> it's gonna sound like shit. uh so yeah you know let alone if you know if you're like someone like 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 me or like you who like to make some sort of composition around on tracks and i just like blatantly use like a sample or whatever or maybe use a sample and compose around it too yeah. um so i think it's not the, the the answer doesn't lie in uh, let me just look at the question again it's not just like EPs beat tapes or a shitload of singles I think it's it lies somewhere in between in the sense of like it should be a a balanced amalgamation because I like it. nice words, yeah. big board big big boy words a nice amalgamation of all these things uh, to the uh, people who don't speak English, amalgamation means a mix. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, yeah, like, I think the yeah. question of what format should I release, whether, like, beat tapes, singles, albums, EPs, I don't think that necessarily matters no, in no terms way. of, like, success. No way, no. But what, what matters the most is how you present that to the world. Exactly. Because exactly. if you have like six singles lined up in a month that are all dropping consecutively after each other um you know after every couple of days you're not gonna give that enough um enough of of anything really no all you're gonna maybe do is is post something on like your instagram to say oh this is out today maybe post a story maybe a link to spotify or whatever and then that'll be it because by time anyone's even cared to listen to it yeah you're going to be releasing something else and yeah, exactly. i think especially with that strategy i think it's more risky because at the end of the day you're not giving people enough time to 
to really take in yeah what you're doing and yeah. even spotify isn't going to help you in that regard when no. it comes to like release radar no. if you've got like three releases in the week yeah they're just going to prioritize one of them for the release radar maybe that will go on you know, like the other tracks will go on a couple of other people's like release radars but for the most part they'll just pick one and use that across the board yeah and at the end of the day that's not going to benefit you no. unless it's released with a label that's already getting you like 100k in a week then in a way you're not really doing your music any service there really because mm. you're throwing it out there it's getting thrown on a playlist you're moving on to the next thing and it's yeah. like okay so do you actually care about that like is it yeah. if i see that you don't care about your music I'm probably not going to care about it either. Either, exactly. Like I've I've seen some people that have that had a release on Monday followed by a release on like Thursday and then they had something over the weekend. Yeah. And yeah. it's like I don't know at this point yeah. what I want to listen to or what I should care about because Yeah. By the time I've seen, you know, the natural algorithms of Instagram, oh okay, you posted that image like two days ago and i'm only just seeing it now but exactly. then if i go on your profile you've already got three other tracks yeah. out so it's like okay well yeah do i do i bother listening to that or do yeah. i just you know mm. so i think there's definitely there's there's positives and negatives like i've definitely recently learned that it is quite easy to release something and move on if the label that you're releasing it with is already getting you like 10k yes like that for me when i'm seeing those numbers rise i'm like oh okay well i don't really have to do it have to worry about <laughs> yeah. that so i'll just yeah. move on to something else yeah, yeah and i kind of even though i was happy doing that i did also feel slightly guilty because i was like well you yeah. know i put i put time into this i was excited for it to come out yes yeah. it's great that it's having success but am i personally showing it any you know any justice am i am i showing it that i care or yeah. am i just like oh okay well it's on this playlist it's getting me a good amount of numbers fuck it you know that's that's it though like you do have to care about that shit even though even though if if you land with a label that i love that oh <laughs> there you go there you go he's knocking the the tripod again oh god's yeah, sake sorry. like i would i mean whether you're like on on a label that um, you know gives you like a million fucking streams over a week, Lo-Fi Girl, uh, Lo-Fi Girl, there's also Lo-Fi Girl. Uh, yeah, that's great. You can. I think you do have the luxury to say, "Fuck it." This is you know this took its 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 it's going down a path. It's great. Like I don't have to deal with it anymore. Um, I would I would say like for something like that you do have the luxury. However uh from you know the ethical point of view because we are ethical even though mm -hmm. we talk shit all the time um it's i'm just gonna align with you and say yeah it doesn't do your music any good because if you're like oh yeah okay you know i released with lo-fi music and i'm gonna get my millions of steam so i don't give a fuck then this is where you become a fucking hypocrite for me like in the sense of like fuck off mate like don't do any more music anymore like you're in the category of people that and that say, oh yeah, lo-fi girl, thank you to my fans, a million streams, like I hit the million, go fuck yourself. Like, if you do music, try to do at least at least right. Like, sure, there's a label there, but um, you're becoming part of the problem. The same yeah. way that um, if you release massively, I think what people don't understand, like there's like um, 
and I've seen this. I, I got facts, bro. In the sense of, um, you know, me being in this uh, interesting point of time that I am, you know, getting that divorce and moving on, um, I haven't been active on on my Instagram. In the sense of like, I haven't been posting shit. I, yeah. I keep thinking like every every day to, oh, there's this fucking uh, autumn compilation that I put out. This is like twenty something tracks. I can just post one of them every day. Like yeah. nothing stops me. I should, you know, I, I need to do the producers good. Um, but I'm not. However, what I've seen is that even though I'm not posting um, so often, but I haven't really posted like for, for over a week. Uh, I'm posting stories every now and then. Like yeah. I posted the story for you know this for the the podcast, or I posted the story a couple, reposted the story a couple of days ago from I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, but I saw that the numbers in the stories actually almost like tripled, like in terms yeah. of like engagement. So posting shit every day. Basically, I mean, I think this was like a, a common, it's a common, I don't know, a well-known secret that you shouldn't post that often. Like, uh, I used to, for example, like another example that I can send is like for for my other account, the photography one. After almost like three and a half photo, uh, three and a half years of that's cool of posting like every day. Like I was yeah. posting photographs every day. I mean, I didn't have a baby back then, so I had a lot of more landscape photographs to post. Uh, I didn't see shit like that account was stale as fuck. And then at some point I was like, you know, fuck it. I don't care about that shit anymore. Nobody gives a fuck. Like uh, the lights go somewhere else. And then the first post that I did after a month of no activity got like 600 likes. And yeah. this was like 400 likes more than my average post. And I was like, what the fuck? What's happening? So then I would post like every week, maybe once a week or something. And I would see similar numbers. Yeah. So I think the same thing goes with music as well. Like it's, and we I think we touched a little bit in the previous podcast about curating stuff. Like it's virtually impossible for somebody nowadays to listen to. I wouldn't go that far. I would just say to the music that's been released within a week. Yeah. You know, especially also you know since we're talking about lo-fi instrumental hip hop, like in our shit as well. Like it's uh, just. You know, first of all, uh, to wrap this up, I guess it's like uh, my closing point would be, uh, first of all, it has to make, um, you need to ask yourself what is successful to you. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, uh, and you need to, you know, focus on that. And then what it also has to make sense to you. Like, does it make sense to post a track every day? If it makes sense, mate, you know, <laughs> live your life. Yeah, Go exactly. Just fucking do it. Um, but you know, if you can ask your mom, mom, does it make sense to post a track every day? If your mom says no, I will go with what my mom says. Like they, they usually know yeah. more. These guys. Um, so anyway, it, it, that has to be like it hasn't like for me. I mean, what worked? We can say what worked for us. I think to close it down. What I would say is that uh, for me, what it worked was to have this sort of like you know schedule. Uh, as as um, both as a label and as a producer, like it's of course like I'm guilty of you know releasing like I think this was like a couple of years ago I would just post like release like three releases a week, four releases a week, shit like that. It's like it was like singles. So I flooded yeah. the market. I, I helped saturate the market. I don't deny that. You bastard. Yes, it was me. Fuck you guys. 
But after a point, it's like you really need to, if you really care about what you're doing. And unfortunately, this was the case with me because I wasn't, I'm not in it for the money or whatever. Uh, you just focus on, like you know, less releases is more, is more. Yeah. So it gives you like more time to exactly to go to to pass it on to you. What yeah. you say, like you know, to care about it more, create some content around it, and make sure that it's 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 been well taken care of because it's like i hate it that we reached the point as a as a society or like as a, as a genre or as a community that we just like produce so much music just to just throw it away yeah a lot of like, it though is that instant gratification that's something that yeah, yeah. that this social media um like era has kind of ingrained into us is you know if, if you're not getting likes then you're not successful if you're not getting streams it's not successful if, if you know if you're not being validated then what you whatever you're doing isn't successful by a bunch and, of people you don't know yeah exactly <laughs> and and to go back to what someone said in the comments which was yeah. you know i'm just releasing to get playlisted yeah. like you're not. not to kind of toot my own horn a little bit there but i've kind of proven that you that if you put the work in yeah and you really you know you spend some time to you know i i have my lo-fi cheat sheet that, that is is free it's not for sale <laughs> <laughs> um that you know if you spend time to sit through sit and go through that you can get some good results from it every, every single release that i have done both myself and with, with the label as well yeah. i base all of our promo off of this cheat sheet and i you know we're currently seeing around about um, one to five thousand streams within the first week, and, and that just kind of ticks on as it goes. And that that's for me, that's like huge, hugely successful. Because you know that are coming to us and and are really happy with with the results. And mm -hmm. and again, that for me, that's that's that shows success. So I kind of think that if you if you feel that pushing tons and tons of tracks out there in an effort to get whether it's editorial playlists or whether it's other playlists like you don't need to do that you can you can push a release that you say you released something this like today right now yeah. you can keep pushing that until december even into january like yeah easy you you don't have to move on to the next thing and that's yeah. something that i've fallen into several times you know i've easily just moved along like and, and i've looked back and i'm like oh hold on a minute why have i done that i put so much effort into creating this into creating a story around yeah. the music itself and i let that go to waste because i was like shit no i need to move on to the next thing that's out now let's next thing next thing next thing yeah. and it's it's not it's not a hugely successful thing um and Spotify aren't going to tell us what they take into account when it comes to editorial. Um, but I think money. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I think flooding them with tracks isn't a huge, um, isn't a good thing. It's a, yeah. It's definitely not a good, uh, not a good start. Like yeah. Yeah. Take it there. Take it there. So it's. Um, and then someone said, "What about releasing monthly?" Um, I don't see that. That's that's pretty decent actually. Um, yeah, releasing a yeah. track a month. That's that's what I aim to do this year. That's what I kind of think that I've managed yeah. to do this year, and I'm happy. I'm not yeah. looking back with um, anything that I've done being like, uh, I wish I'd have done that differently. I think I only had a bit of a hiccup in June, 
when I didn't actually release anything for that month. But yeah. then I made up for it in July by releasing like six things. <laughs> so, you know, hypocrite. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I that's what I aimed to do this year was to have, I wanted more EPs, something a bit more substantial this year than what I've yeah, actually done. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I've been pretty happy with doing aiming for a uh, release a month. So I think that's a pretty good strategy. Definitely, definitely. And then um, I think that's it. Someone mentioned Spotify Wrapped, which I'm very excited about because I can't oh, wait to see myself yeah. as my own top artist again. <laughs> oh, yeah, <bitches>. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the top 1% of, of Lazy Boy Loops listeners. I'm the only percent, bitch. <laughs> Number one. Yes. We're the best. <laughs> it's, no, I've I've had kind of a, a sneaky look because, you know, as you know, I have Last FM and there's all of the... Um, spotify things that you can check and it's yeah. going to be a battle between i think me and tyler the creator so <laughs> fingers crossed oh man tyler, tyler i think tyler's gonna get it man tyler's i think so it. he released an album this year and i've been yeah, playing yeah. that to shit so God yeah damn. it's probably gonna be that yeah uh, either that or the new corn single but I, I actually speaking of which like um you know change up a little bit i i didn't i came across the beef he had with uh dj khaled Oh yeah, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was like <laughs> completely unaware of that shit, and I was like, I don't know. I, I left, was it I left. beef though? Or was it DJ Khaled just being a crybaby? Well, DJ, Ka I mean, DJ Khaled it, being a fucking bitch for yeah. something that, like, I mean, we all know that he does not produce music, no. which is like it's it's great. You know, you have a bunch of people ghosting shit up. You you are funding everything, which is great, and I think this was like gloriously proven <laughs> in, a, in a recent TikTok with the Bob Marley guitar. Oh, don't. I was about oh, to say, have you seen? Oh, my God. Because I was like, oh, shit, you know, they, the, the, the Marley estate has given him oh this guitar. Oh, my God. And, I was and like, then he's just like fucking... <laughs> but the look in his face, like, I think he he's so in it like he's so oh, invested yeah. in his own bullshit that he actually probably heard a track he definitely oh, heard a track like proper music. and i'm like dude and i'm thinking like i think i don't know who i texted first <laughs> i was like bob bob marley's like turning on his fucking grave yeah <laughs> it's crazy have you seen all of the shitty like remixes that people have done of it like, yeah, yeah like he's like... chatting away and then he goes to strum and then it's like <laughs> some sort of like midwest emo or he's playing like metal or something <laughs> that, there, that's, that's the creativity of the internet man because i know i know at least a couple of dozen people like let's say guitar guitarists who would just love to have like you really guitar. struggle with that word don't you no it's a cure uh, no yeah I, I think i actually do a guitarist it's a yeah, guitarist. That, there you go. Yeah, it's a guitarist. Yeah, I've never. I, I made so much fun. I made so much fun of the French version of the guitarist. Oh, that's just become natural to you. You're, it's just now your vocabulary. So I don't guitarist. know. Guitarist. <laughs> so, so I don't. I don't really know how to pronounce it properly. Uh, anyway, let's say guitar player. That's that's know. when it's a problem. When you meme so much that it just becomes like, wait, what's the true thing? What's the real? What's the real? Guitarist, the guitarist. Big baguette guitarist. Big guitarist. Anyway, oh, oh man, the, the, the guy's gonna know. Nobody's gonna know. They're not gonna know. Uh, they're gonna know. No, they're not gonna know. Uh, anyway, so I know like a bunch of warm, a though. bunch of a bunch of. Uh, 
guitar players who would love to have like a an instrument, a musical instrument from that estate, you know? I mean, I would like to have one and I don't even play the guitar, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's great. Like, come on, man. I mean, there's like the, uh, the most, I mean, for me, uh, a role model that I had, like when it comes to music and a person that I would definitely aspire to be, except from the looks maybe, is uh, Rick Rubin, who is like, right. The, he's the he's a he's a, uh, a legendary musical producer like producing from metallica to beastie boys to rap like the, the, we're talking about the founder of def jam you know, back yeah. back when hip-hop wasn't wasn't even a thing in new york and you know the guy doesn't play an instrument he knows of you know instruments yeah he knows how to produce stuff he knows how to work with console and all that shit. but it's like and I would, you know, if you want to be that, that's great. But, but you're fucking DJ Khaled. I mean, you know, first of all, like I would say, uh, pay attention to your health, you know, lose that fucking blob. Like, cause it's like, <laughs> if you want to keep enjoying the fruits of your labor, maybe you need to look after yourself. Uh, that's, that's the most important thing. But it's Is that like- you fat shaming DJ Khaled? Oh, straight up. He's a For fat sake. He's a fat ass. <laughs> That's what he is. I mean, maybe I'm gonna blow my chances of working with him, but oh shit, that wasn't my goal anyway. But... <laughs> Insert the you just played yourself thing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was that was that was like super funny. That was super. Yeah. Funny. Uh, no, that, like, he he was so pissed that like what he said yeah, the son yeah. kid had just taken the. The, yeah, uh, yeah, the first yeah. place thing from him, and I'm like, come on, like, come on, man, like, it's like, like I, th I thought this was like such a joke, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even begin to start beef with a person, like, with a person in that in, in the music industry, you know, be that all of us know how shitty it is, even yeah. to go to number one, let alone fucking, you know, Tyler the creator like he he really lives up to his name because yeah. the, the guy's a fucking genius at, w at what he does like these motherfuckers come like one every hundred years there's like once every hundred years like one of these motherfuckers come yeah i mean there used to be like you know the golden decade of the 60s and 70s it was like we had a lot of these motherfuckers showing up you know from i don't know queen to bowie to all these motherfuckers but anyway um but yeah, like I, I, I just came across, you know, I came across, I, this came up on my, um, I think it was like YouTube Reel right. feed. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> it was a beef? Like, what the, like, why would you go into a beef with like a musical genius? I think Ooh. because, because um, it was Tyler's Igor album. Yeah. Um, and that was the first, re like the first time that Tyler himself, I think had become what a lot of people are saying is Alright, I'm back. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was his first breakout into into like mainstream. Yeah. Into mainstream. So, yeah. you know, DJ Khaled's like, who's this guy that's just come out of nowhere? And it's like, hold on a minute. Like, yeah. no, he's got, he's got like five albums under his belt at this point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, at the, I mean, if you're like, if you want to play it a little bit um, smart, Oh, uh, I'm busy in the chat. I just saw it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, if you want to play it smart, and you're, 
I just fucking, you know, warm up to him. Like maybe you can get him on a feature or something. I mean, yeah. maybe most probably Tyler would have said no, because I think he's a guy who also has a little bit of, you know, ethics in him, mm -hmm. or maybe he would have went on a, on a, on a DJ Khaled joint and do his thing. And everybody would be like, I didn't know DJ Khaled did that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, this could have potentially added value to your content. Yeah. DJ Khaled, if you're listening. <laughs> no. no, exactly. No, but, instead Tyler just fucking pissed himself because exactly, exactly. that was I mean, just all you, so stupid. Yeah, you give a chance to, as he called him, like a, a kid, like out of nowhere, you give a, a chance to a kid out of nowhere to talk shit about you. Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, why are you being an idiot? You could be like the better man and say, oh, it's great to see more people joining the top 1% of the, you know, elite in the music industry or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to call me to capital but it is what it is. I'm, I mean, everyone knows who he is, don't they? So. He has, yeah, yeah, he has, yeah, he has great producers. He's great. Oh, uh, Mike is in the chat. We the best music. Yeah, of course we are. But he said it with, uh, we the best music. We the best music. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, that was, that was just, yeah, and then, but, you know, the album that he released this year, that, that was a dope album. Do you see that? I really need to talk Oh, like the guy's like, is he's fake wrestling a prop, and he's like, huh? <laughs> he's literally out of breath. And I'm like, dude. that'd be me at this point. <laughs> and I was like, dude, if that was like, let's just say a, a fucking dog, like a middle-sized dog, you'd be fucking dead. <laughs> not, not from the dog. <laughs> Giving yourself a fucking heart attack or something. Yeah, but I, I was like, fucking close to that man. Like this, uh, this whole like lockdown pandemic bullshit for the past two years i've got so i'm like the heaviest i've ever been and like i oh, get sure. hot so quick now okay <laughs> i was always the... this like little skinny kid that's like oh, i'm cold like even in the middle of summer but now i just like i'll, I'll walk down the stairs and that'll be it like, I'm, I'm out <laughs> <That's> it. Oh, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> like, i started going out a bit more on my bike um like to the um... shop and stuff rather than like walking um and i feel like i'm getting a bit better but i'm still just like holy shit but like if I, I jump, like, cool. <laughs> I, jumped on, I jumped on my scale today, and I haven't done this for, like, I think a couple of weeks. Uh, and I'm, like, 118 kilos. Last time I jumped on the scale, I was, like, 114. And it was, like, I was super happy about myself. And this was, like, two weeks ago. But I went into, like, uh, I'm, I'm in this, like, two-week, almost three-week um, hiatus. Like, because I have, like, a lot of work uh, at my day job with like designing stuff. So I cannot really, um, I'm, I'm one of these people that until something is finished, and I think we talked about it, like, on, you know, until something is finished, I cannot mentally move to the next one. So it might sound easy, like, oh yeah, you can get, I can get up like at 5 a.m. I mean, I do get up at 5 a.m. in the morning because the little bastard is working up. My daughter, I love her. So like, and I could say, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym that it opens up at six and, you know, do something there uh, and then come back and start working. But it's just like mentally, 
it's impossible for me. Like I would just wake up, have breakfast, and I I was like pretty generous with my breakfast the last three weeks. I gotta yeah. say, I was like, <laughs> I just forget. I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have a couple more. Uh, a couple of more Nutella, Nutella bread. Yeah, maybe I'll have some, some, some crispy snacks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, breakfast lasts for a couple of hours. So, um, <laughs> yeah. It's at this point, it's like it's just comfort, comfort food breakfast or some shit. Yeah. So and then I start. I mean, I'm doing. I what well, at least I think um, the best illustration work of my life, which is great. To what expense? Like I, I don't know. I think the the good the, the part that I think that the fact that I'm tall and I'm doing a lot of weightlifting at least at home that's the only thing. It's like I I get bloated everywhere, so it's like you don't really see it. But the weight the the scale is unforgiving. I was like I saw it yesterday. I'm like. <laughs> you fat I, I, bastard! I you're, you're turning it. into DJ Khaled. Yeah, I realized that it was getting like a bit much for me, and I was like, "Nah, I've got to do something." Like, I don't have like weights or anything, so I was like, "Okay, just do some some like squats, exercises, sit ups, you know, that sort of thing, push ups, blah blah blah." Weak yeah. as fuck. First time I did it, I went a bit too full on, and I was <laughs> I was just sprawled out in the bathroom thinking I was gonna die because <laughs> I pushed myself too much, and I'm like I'm gonna fucking throw up in a minute. Oh my god! So I'm on, on the bathroom floor, like just sweating, like, my entire body's hot, and I'm like I'm gonna be sick. I'm gonna be sick. Oh my god! Uh, so then I was like, hmm, maybe I'll just tone it down a little bit, and I, I did. <laughs> I did maybe for about a week. And then everyone was like, no, no, just don't, don't, you don't have to do it every day. And that was it for me. It was like, oh, okay, so I won't do it today, I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow, no, I won't do it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it today. I haven't. <laughs> I've not done it since. It's, it's fucking, it's, it's fucking crap. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to go on a, on a strict no Twinkies diet from next week. I mean, we don't have Twinkies in Europe, but yeah, you, you know. I, I mean. Yeah, I, I, wait, no, no. <laughs> Nah, because I'm getting like I, I I will just try to follow um, to follow my daughter's diet in the sense of like I will eat you know whenever she's eating and the portions that she's eating, which right. I think it's gonna it's gonna work out. I mean today uh, she woke up in the morning like she had breakfast I didn't because I was like fuck it I don't want to be fat anymore, um, and then uh, we had like a banana each nice. around. 10 a.m. or something and then and then before we went for like our little siesta we we ate we shared the mango we just peeled it and ate it which is great you know so i mean i'm, I'm slowly turning into a monkey i guess here but yeah. it's, it's fine it's great you know oh i, I had kids cereal this morning <laughs> <laughs> I had kids chocolatey cereal this morning, so I'm fucking Dude, living life. If there's yeah, if there's a thing that I fucking miss, I don't know. It's like let, let's just say this: like, if you do exercise on a daily basis, and it doesn't have to be crazy, I, but it's like the difficult part is actually getting your brain to work with it, uh, yeah, to warm up to it. You don't need, um, and take it from a 41 year old man, you don't need like an hour full of like pushing and sweating and whatever. You can literally do like. 20 minutes of jumping jacks. It's a lot better than doing nothing at all. 
Yeah. You know? No, I like I get that. I mean, so, with the exercises that I did were no more than ten minutes. That's how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's like <laughs> I was still dying. There's also like some weird shit stuff that I started seeing. Like if if you spend too much time in front of the computer or whatever, like we do, for example, like there's exercises you can like you know turn your neck left to right or like do like some shit like that. It it you know at some point you're like why am I doing that? Like if there's like a camera filming me, and I'm like doing. Chin-ups. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Here's the thumbnail for this video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. What have we just done? Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, good question. I'm busy. Like, it took us through a good 45 minutes. We can go. I wasn't to busy. The... Busy was the bear one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Busy was the bear. It was Lear breaks. Is it this question? It was. It was the twat. It was the British twat. Should Should we open up the phone lines? Yeah. Uh, no, fuck the phone lines, man. We have more questions. <laughs> fuck all of you. Uh, well, we can go through uh, one from uh, John Noir Smith. Uh, really cool guy, that one. Uh, really nice musician, sound producer. Uh, his question is like low-key um, self-promoting. No, no, it's, he's like self, shameless self-promo, so we can bash on it, basically. Cool. He said, have you checked out John Noir Smith's version of Jingle Bells yet? So I haven't checked anything. Uh, but if you, John, have produced a lo-fi version of Jingle Bells, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but who comes into someone's up. Q&A thing and promotes their own music? John. John does that. So fuck you, John. If you produce <laughs> something like that, I'm against. <laughs> Even though I love the guy, and he's on Discord as well. I think he's has, he has a couple of uh, collabs going on too. Uh, I would. I'm really against all the sort of like um, theme oh, production. I'm like, oh, fluff. No. It looks like cum. I'm just looking at the th the screen then because the the text is the chat's here. I'm looking <laughs> on the screen. I'm like, what is this? I've just been sitting here with like what looks like cum on Come my on my shoulders. <laughs> Jinx. Well, well, there we go. Okay. Yeah, guys. Well, we, I mean, we told him this was going to be a sexual call. So anyway. So yeah, I'm I'm super against uh, themed um, releases uh, or stuff like that. Like, oh, I made like some scary beats, perfect for Halloween. No. Hey, I made fuck. a beat for uh, Dia de los Muertos. Don't don't even. Fuck you then. <laughs> fuck you with your winter compilation. Fuck me yeah, It's a winter compilation. It's not a fucking Christmas compilation, is it? It should be. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to call it that from now on. This is Pueblo Vista's Christmas call. Christmas... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rename one... my track fucking <laughs> Deck the Halls. <laughs> what the? Dick in the Halls? <laughs> Deck the Halls. Oh, fuck's sake. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You can start calling um, the spring compilation as Easter compilation. Um, oh yeah, eggs and bunnies. What, what's the, what's, what's Jesus like a big... Jesus died for your sins. Yeah, what's a good holiday for summer compilation though? I mean, we do have one Spring here. break. Nah, but spring break is oh, not. Like it's in May. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, here in Europe, Italy at least, and Greece, we celebrate uh, Ferragosto, which is like the 15th of August. Nobody cares about Greece. Italy? I care about Italy. I love my Italian yeah, friends. Nobody cares about Italy. Fa 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 culo! 
<laughs> Silencio, Bruno. That's all I know. <laughs> Silencio. <laughs> From fucking. Oh, God. So much. Oh, God. So uh okay what is what the dipshit dip like i gotta give big props to, we gotta give big props to dipshit that guy is literally time zone wise in the future yeah like super late how, how is monday he, <laughs> yeah dipshit. how's monday for is it a bones day <laughs> is it going, how's it going? going uh yeah and he's like he's like into in the, in the live like good for him great um uh mike is on the live as well when, yeah, do we, some, do we have I'm, any other questions? I'm guessing, talk about Mike. I, I'm guessing Mike is on live because he's like simping to get invited. Yeah, he's he's fishing. <laughs> he's he's, he's sniping. He's live streams. stream sniping. That's what he does. <laughs> he's <laughs> trying to get on. Fucking loser. <laughs> um. Yeah. So okay. That that's good. Um. What else do I have? Like we can go quickly through the others. I have one from Ozymandias Dream. Uh, shout out to my Mexican boys. <laughs> uh, your opinions on mixing oneself or sending the music to a mixing engineer? You know, I guess again, this is like one of these things. Like it's like it, whatever makes sense to you, bro. Like in the sense, I'm I'm a guy who likes to micromanage everything. Well, when it comes to the music stuff, uh, and I've. I wouldn't say learn, maybe taught myself how to, what, I'm not a professional mixer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know how my, I know how I want my music to sound. Mm -hmm. So I've taught myself and I would prefer myself to, uh, to anyone else. However, I've never had the need to send it to anyone or nobody. Uh, I had some people like, you know, doing mixing and mastering on my own tracks and I heard the results and I was like, huh. like I didn't see that I didn't say that they were inferior to my mixing, but it wasn't better. So I thought, yeah, I can, you know, keep doing it to myself. So, uh, I, yeah, I can I, myself. I've learned to to mix and master my own stuff. Um, first of all, I can't afford to send and make it like have someone else do it for me. Um, oh, you're poor. Yeah. You're poor? Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, um, well, the thing is, is it's less about afford and more more about like, yeah, yeah. is that really where I want to put my money on this? Um, you know, there, there is a wealth of tutorials online on how to do shit. Um, and, you know, that's, I guess, that's, for me, that's the fun of, of making music. You're learning yeah. how to do stuff. Exactly. You know, I, I was mastering a track both Friday and Saturday. It was just taking so fucking long because I just couldn't get it to sound how I wanted it to sound. And it was just, I think I mixed the most backwards way as well and i don't know whether this is how you're supposed to do it or not but i'll bounce down a mix i'll go to master it and then i'll be like well that looks that sounds like shit the bass is too loud the drums are a bit too loud um that piano needs to be compressed a little bit and then i'll go back to the mix mix it about again adjust the level some more maybe add some compression some eq blah 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 then i'll bounce that down go to master and i'll, be, I'll basically be doing that for about six hours and i'll have like mix v1 v2 v15 final v... final final exactly yeah <laughs> um and then eventually you know i think yesterday what happened was i was just trying to to get the because i have this really bad habit of having everything sit between um, bass and low mid, like everything. So my bass will be there, the kick will be there, the piano will be really like low mid heavy, 
and I'll just be like, oh, why is it, why is it distorting every time it <laughs> fucking, I master it? Every yeah. time, you know, the piano's hitting exactly the same time as the kick and yeah, the yeah. bass, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So then I'm like trying to, to sidechain the bass, the kick, maybe. And eventually I just ended up changing the, diff- the piano sound to something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the that's that's the struggle. Like I've, this happened to me like so many times. It's like it it, it stops you. Also stops you to moving on. Like yeah. it's this is this kind of like process was also the motivation. What motivated me to get off this out of this fucking death loop? Because it's a death loop. Yeah. In the sense of like you kept doing it so much and like tweaking it and nitpicking it but the frequency and you're like <laughs> fuck like no and then you know you're stuck into i mean i don't how should i say like it, it sounds funny but it's uh there are people you know you can do it as much as you want it's like for me it's like it's always been um i've done it a lot yeah and at some point i'm like i'm losing you know i'm not apart from losing my mind i'm i'm losing years from my life <laughs> fucking tweaking shit like that so yeah i would just do something it sounds the way it sounds the moment that i catch myself be like oh maybe i should like no like i know that that's the time that i need to yeah. just stop <clears throat> put this project on the side or say you know export it it's finalized yeah. that's it and then move on to the next one and yeah. try to you know in a way like correct the flaws of the previous one in the next in the future, one. yeah. Exactly, because uh, I think with every creative and not just music, we're like, we are ourselves worst enemy. Like this is like, that's oh, yeah. why I call it like a death loop. Like you can go into this like mm, extremely like nitpicking, blah, blah, blah. And, but you need to also come to terms into, that's why I said in the beginning, like there has to be some sort of like a balanced equilibrium in the sense of like, yeah. 90% of the people of the audience, uh, of our audience, no, exactly. And I'm not talking about other fucking producers who fucking creep up on my feed and like, ah, oh, this motherfucker used vinyl, crackle too much, fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the average listener out there is very average in the yeah. sense of like, you're like, oh, the frequencies are clashing and the kick and the... It was like, you know, the average is like, oh, this is a dope kick, man. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, as long as I'm, because I strive to have it hitting the, like, the required luffs for Spotify, but though I I do it a little louder because I know for the platforms, they don't give that much of a shit. So I do it a little louder than the minus 14 LUFs thing that they do. I make sure that none of the, um, the peaks are clipping at all because that sounds like shit. Um, and if, if it sounds good on my phone, if it sounds good on my AirPods, and if it sounds yeah. good on my speakers, because I don't have monitors, I've just got like your basic like computer speakers with like a subwoofer. So it's, you know, it's already super bassy anyway. And I'm like, well, sure. if it sounds good there, I'll go yeah. to the car if it sounds good in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, then it's ready to release. Yeah. I got to the point yesterday where I was like, yeah, I think this is fine. Um, I don't know if it's great sent it because it was a collaboration i sent it back to the to the other artist and, and they yeah. were like holy shit this is awesome and i'm like fuck it then perfect so um just to quickly jump in though Saturn's yeah. asking if we've done live performances um i have done one like yeah. live performance on a live stream before um you can catch that i can like drop a link or something if you really want to just like send me dm um yeah. i would love to do more live performances the only issue is i can't play piano so I can't, <laughs> I can't play piano live. <laughs> um, 
um, I can play like bass and guitar and stuff, but because I, I you know, I'm, I'm lazy boy loops. I, I work with loops. Um, and most of it is, I guess if I could be bothered to learn how a 404 works, I could maybe do stuff like that. Um, but for this particular live stream, I used the pads on my keyboard here, as well yeah. as the pads on my little um, Akai keyboard as well um, yeah. through Ableton Live. And then I just made it so that I could just trigger um, different sections of the song, but not the entire section. Yeah. I could trigger different parts and then trigger them at the same time. They all come together. Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Um, stressful because the person was like, hey, do you want to perform to this like two weeks before the actual event? And I was like, I have no idea how to, but yeah, sure, let's do this. It kind of did, it didn't help as well that I was actually like, co-producing the entire event as well it was like a live stream in support of um when george floyd got killed um okay. and it was supporting that and you know we had a lot of um it was kind of like an, a virtual open mic thing um, yeah. and this person that wanted to put it on they were like i haven't got the first clue how to do this to and do i'm that, like oh well I, I can do that so yeah <laughs> i was producing the entire fucking live stream <laughs> as well as then oh it's my turn to fucking oh, play live so yeah, yeah. yeah that's online it's fun yeah. um I definitely want to get a, I'm getting a drum pad as well at some point so I can actually play live drums and I have been figuring out how to, Yeah. because with Ableton you can program um, when like certain tracks record and loop. Yes, um, exactly. So I, I can automate like an entire track essentially and then just practice on actually playing some chords yeah. and then bass and blah, blah, blah and building a track. So yeah. I would, I would love to um, set up a live for some of the artists that you know are with Pueblo Vista, I personally myself, there won't be a, a chance in a million that I would perform any of my music live because I'm DJ Khaled. <laughs> no, um, it's mainly because like I I don't know any musical theory, so usually all the stuff that that I do is I play them because I record directly to audio. Like I would do it. 10 times, then I will get super frustrated. I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna use take one. I don't care anymore. <laughs> and this is like, this is what I do. This is what I've always done. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. But I would love, I would pay money for other people to, you know, to invite them over. I mean, there's a guy, there's definitely a guy that I would love to have live. And uh, the problem is, you know, pandemic and all this fucking crap. And where I am <laughs> right now in Innsbruck, it's not really like a, a live Mecca. Yeah. <laughs> We, we should totally just uh, jump on what um, Astro's been doing and do the uh, Lo-Fi Festival. Yeah, exactly. That's like, since, since Saturn mentioned that like, he would like to see more live stuff, you know, there's the, there is the Lo-Fi Festival which happens yeah. like online. There's like a bunch of people playing there all the time, which is, I think is like probably the only Lo-Fi proper event. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yeah, it happens online 100%, which makes it even more appropriate, let's say, to the community and the genre, you know, yeah. a bunch of uh, introverts never leaving their house. <laughs> Even though uh, I'm a big <clears throat> fan of uh, uh, Metic's uh, performance last year, like, um, yeah. but the guy's like, he's out there, like he's performing everywhere. Like he, you see his, uh, his stories and his Instagram. So the guy's like, you know. Oh, real there. life shows, fuck. Um, exactly. I mean, in the UK, we do have we have had a couple of live shows. Even fairly recently, uh, mm. there's a place in Manchester. I think it's called the Hip Hop Chip Shop. 
Um, they they put on live events. Um, you've obviously got uh, what I'm Iolflo Flotante. Is that is that his name? Iolflo. He does. Um, he's got a bar in L- Bristol or London mm-hmm. or somewhere. They put on live events. Um, I know Busy goes to a lot of these live ones as well, and he's performed at a couple as, as well. So mm-hmm. okay. in the UK, there's definitely a, a live scene that's that's growing. Echo World did something recently, I think, in Paris. Yes, right? yeah, they do as well. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That that was good. I mean, this is like you know when shit like that happens is really great because it's like I think live performances from um, a quote unquote organized indie community or a genre is the last thing that it's been missing from this um, let's say ecosystem in the sense of like we've seen more and more of indies of of the majors taking a big hit from what's happening in the past I would say five to ten years from indie like indie has become so much more superior to what the major labels put out there yes it's not I wouldn't say it's it's a major label problem per se because the artists you know there are major labels some of the artists are like really dope um and they literally carry the major labels it's just like the major label mentality uh, of this sort of like dinosauric paleolithic project planning or project mm-hmm. management i mean I've, I've, I've seen that firsthand and it's like you know shit could have been so much better man but it's like you want to be like that be like that yeah um it, it's like you know they're refusing to to branch out and do things differently but you know they're happy to capitalize from your shit but in a certain way and it's like that's that's not gonna work so i think that's what's definitely missing and we probably i i believe that the whole pandemic kind of like put a halt into it because there was yeah. um, there was a lot of momentum and you would start seeing more and more of that shit happening um uh, uh, a good um, point that I made because I was talking to one of my other friends who's in the music business but in a completely different genre is about that new uh, Spotify tab in your Spotify for artists uh, about this charts <laughs> if anybody saw that lately well, the engagement like, one yeah no 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 the charts tab there's a there's a charts tab I don't know if you didn't get it then I guess you know you're like you're not as important yeah i get that <laughs> so uh there is like an extra you know after the profile tab there's like a charts or there's like uh, there's also an announcement check out the new spotify charts and i think this is a very sad and sad oh, shit, attempt. Yeah, I've got it. yeah this is a very sad attempt to the major's vanity in the sense of like you and me or let's say the average artist we have absolutely no need to click on that because it's like you can i'm pretty sure like everybody's done it i've done it like as soon as i saw it i went in there and tried to look for myself but we're nowhere because it's only it only involves a handful of, of countries and it only involves like a handful of artists so if, if you made like an extra tab on your fucking platform for the weekend or Adele to go in and check it as if they would bother to do that where they are in the charts, you know, good for you, man. But it's yeah. like, I think, I think that thing was like a fucking, 
uh, it was as if it's put there to to make you feel bad about yourself, like you're not going to make it to the charts. It seems like it's a thingy as well, like a like a customer facing one anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's like not actually through art; it's like charts.spotify.com. Yeah, it's like a beta thing. Like it yeah, opens up that. and then. Uh, I mean, I personally, uh, since I'm using AdBlock Plus, with AdBlock Plus, you can block specific elements on the page. And yeah. I just blocked it, so I don't give a fuck about it, man. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even see that shit anymore. So, uh, yeah, I, I think this was like, I'm like, oh man, like, is this like how the major, uh, you know, label mentality is gonna try to push the indie artists out? I mean, maybe I have like a tinfoil hat, but I like to see the world in, from through my tinfoil hat. It's yeah. not that bad. Uh, yeah, and I guess this wraps it up when it comes to questions from people. Did I have another question from somebody else? Let me see. I don't know. Did I? Oh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, we got another one from, um, I don't know if I can pronounce it, Amy, A-M-3-Y. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he asked me, can we get some feedbacks on of our tracks? Um, I don't know. If, yeah, I mean, the, the, the quick answer would be no, I don't do that kind of stuff. You can go to Daniel's Twitch feed. <laughs> Twitch feed. Yeah, Daniel is that, uh, Sleep Talk. <laughs> I don't find my, like, feel that I'm necessary. I mean, you've already heard how I master my own tracks from yeah, this podcast exactly. alone. So exactly. I don't necessarily think I'm an authority to be able to say, no. yeah, this is good or not. Like, no. I know no. I've given like people feedback previously and, and there's some in here that, that I've listened to their tracks recently, but yeah, I, I'm happy to give you like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds cool. That sounds good. Or, you know, this stands out a bit or yeah. whatever, but no, I couldn't, I couldn't take myself seriously doing like a live stream where I'm like, well, no, if you just turned the drums down just slightly but, and EQ yeah. to the left or yeah, you yeah. know, uh. <laughs> I, I, I cannot, how should I say, I cannot really see myself, uh, and I'm pretty sure you too, like giving, providing maybe live feedback to a lo-fi track. Like it's like, um, I don't know, there could be like a meter, like a vinyl crackle meter, like you tone that down or whatever, but it's like, or, or, or it could be like these weird reaction videos with people like, like seeing a video and they're like, oh, it's dope. So, yeah, it's great. Oh, okay. Next track. Oh, vibing, vibing really hard. Yeah. Um, vibing so much, bro. Oh, yeah. Feedback. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If you want feedback, you can go to my submit hub. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm not allowed on submit hub, but if you want feedback, go fuck yourself now. I'm not ready. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, no, no. I'm, yes. not, I'm not. I'm too nice. I'm not like that. No, I'll, I'll listen. Um, unless. So the one time I won't is if you just blindly like have never spoken to me before and then come in my DMs like, hey bro, what yeah. do you think of this track, bro? Playlist, Fuck bro. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's what I think. Yeah. So <laughs> no, um, that's not the bad. But then we've we've said before how how you should and shouldn't go about contacting exactly. people. Exactly. Like let's be real, nobody likes cold calling. Nobody's no. ever liked cold calling. No, no. I mean, cold calling had its era some point it worked oh yeah yeah it was but you know now we live on this is in the, the 90s like yeah yeah this is back this is in the 90s where you i would say i would say fucking with a bag of tea towels 1920s 1920s america man like you know cold calling well cold calling cold visiting yeah like you go with your hoover there's like oh look at this amazing investment like blah 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 there's like a bunch of like 
for weird freaky Just imagine stuff. if we brought back like Tupperware parties, but for lo-fi. Oh. <laughs> Man, that's like, that's a fucking idea and a half right there. Like, oh. <laughs> You've had you it here buy, first. You want to buy Lazy Boy Loops, like three joints, and we throw a fourth one for free. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can get this awesome cucumber uh, thingy. Slicer. <laughs> I mean, everybody know that, you know, I think Tupperware parties was like an excuse for housewives to get together and just like, you know, get fucking wasted and talk shit. And I mean, it used to mean something. Now they're actually expecting for you to buy stuff. It's, know, fucking, right? it's fucking crazy. Like, what are you talking about? What is it? Fucking multi-level management. God. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? But uh, I got to admit, though, like the... We should start a lo-fi pyramid scheme. How can we do that? Mm. Oh, with sample packs, dude. Mm. <laughs> no, no. Do you want to be your no, own boss? <laughs> no, no. We can do that. We can do that with playlists. Oh, like shit. Follow my playlist and then get six of your friends to follow my playlist, and you get a cut of a cut of a cut of the the, the thing that you. Oh, I think we're onto something, boys. <laughs> yeah. Start your own playlist, but then also play other people's playlists, and then. Oh shit. Game that system. We could do a lo-fi fruits. Yeah, and make sure you uh, sell uh, Aaron's he's, list. He's got his pen. He's writing it down. He's like lo lo-fi pyramid. Oh god. Oh no. Yeah, nah, good vibes. Good vibes all along. Yeah, uh, I updated my playlist the other day. Well, the you last the, this weekend. Yeah, I think I'm going to know. move into. <laughs> I'm going to move into a weekly updating thing. I've kind I kind of like see a pattern. You know, I mean, I mean, it's not a, it's not a. What is it? Sorry, my brain just farted there for a second. Um. I mean, along with the ads that I'm running like crazy, I think that the weekly uh, update of playlists is actually um, helping as well. Yeah. And I'm going to be randomizing a bunch of the entries too. Like I will, you know, manually control them in the end. But yeah, no, random. I don't, I don't know why it just, I think I was thinking out loud there, but it just yeah. came out. So for That's the sake of, of the podcast, I'm just going to, you know, leave it in. Uh, don't don't make it weird so uh should we take a caller oh no i was waiting for this yeah i've got like 15 minutes to chill so yeah let's uh you got who 15, wants to... okay you got 15 minutes and then you're off oh uh, yeah we got yeah. we got 15 minutes yeah we got 15 minutes yeah i made plans that finished directly I know, after this i man. know i know i've seen your plans on the other uh app, the other yeah messaging app. we're still yeah. waiting for you to join yeah, this is gonna. I think it it looks more promising now that you know that fucking thing yeah. is you know, it's over my head. So yeah, I think it, it's more promising. Uh, so any callers want to join us, or yep. are you like, don't pussy out, man, don't pussy out. I think we had thingy waiting for us. Uh, yeah, old yeah. Mike, but he's fucked off now. <laughs> Mike is like probably dead somewhere. Like he's like, oh, it's taking too long. I'm gonna be sick. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna wake up tomorrow and start sending messages like, you motherfuckers, I stayed in the podcast for like one hour and you didn't invite me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> no, this would be really interesting if it works to see how you're gonna uh, figure it out with the with the video. Oh yeah, because I think it breaks into three. three I think you'll be big right? at the top, and then I'll be small. Yeah, I'm the I'm the big guy at the top, and the two balls on the bottom like that. Yeah. 
sure. Um, <laughs> that. <laughs> that. Yes. But also, I was still uh, waiting for you to send me the stuff for the previous ones. Oh, I didn't send them to you? Oh, nope. I thought I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, if you want to join the, the, the live, screen, live stream. Here's your chance to your chance. get your 15 minutes of fame. Talk to us directly. Yeah. This is making for an awkward end of a podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, nobody's joining. I mean, I knew that this was going to happen, but it's Yeah, okay. it's fine. Do you know what? Like, you need to live to try things. If you don't, you'll never know. Exactly. Black tar heroin. Anybody tried it? How do you know it's bad? Crack cocaine? <laughs> that kind of stuff. Get in the bin. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, Poorness. No. Sex asphyxiation. How do you know it's bad? Get somebody to choke you. It's not bad. Nobody says it's bad. Oh, there's a lot of people who say it's bad. Oh. I mean, nobody's done it to me. I mean, I feel weird doing it to other people. Oh, AM3. How how do we pronounce your name, AM3Y? Amy? Is it Amy Y? How do we pronounce your name? Give us a phonetic thing, and then we can close the podcast on that. Yeah. <laughs> Just be done. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I realized this week that um, I might be on four different winter compilations <laughs> really yeah. you nope. i was like oh i'm not going to release anything in december because i've got a couple of compilations yeah. and then i realized i'm on all of them and okay. <laughs> potentially four amy. okay so it's amy yeah okay so the, we were the, pronouncing it we were pronouncing it right amy. yeah yeah cool. the, see the thing is the genre allowed to weird names i mean come on look at yeah. everybody <laughs> yeah. Soft spot. That's isn't that a thing that babies have? <laughs> you know. Is this supposed to read I mean dipshit is that's that's lazy no, boy that loops. But I never I never I mean I I I pronounce, I call it I call it dipshit. Yeah. But it could be dope shit. So it's definitely dipshit. So dip like uh, let us like let us let us in the in the in the comments like is it dope shit or is it dip shit any thoughts I mean, on self-releasing self i would 100 percent self-release over anyone else over anything else <laughs> like why do you want to actively give a percentage of your exactly your exactly. royalties to some some why why would you want to give it to him yeah why would you want to or give it to him. that guy <laughs> <laughs> what, are you there i don't know link in the bio <laughs> no <laughs> no, because it's in the description now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah we, exactly. If we just point everywhere, why would you want to give it to that, like that guy? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, exactly. Like I would, I mean, thoughts. Oh, it came from bunnies, not the soft spot on a baby's head that you shouldn't touch. Okay, that's oh, fine. Oh, oh, I get that now. Okay, okay, okay. Came from the bunnies. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, self-releasing should be a thing. Like this is something that I'm pretty vocal about on our private messages as well <laughs> that you know i see all these people like flexing with releasing with this guy and that guy and whatever and like i got the millions of streams about that like we all know that you know i mean to these guys like i'm pretty sure that probably when i i mean thank god i'm not getting drunk i would probably be like drunk texting everybody like luke does um but <laughs> sometimes sometimes like it, you're gonna know your real value if you self-release yeah. This is where you're gonna know your real value if you self-release. Um, 
because you could be like, can I bet your balls that you can have like two releases with, or get the, the average person who releases with Lo-Fi Girl nowadays, you know, the next release, if they put it out by themselves, they're just gonna fucking bomb because this is what, what's gonna happen. Um, me, not so much. Because <laughs> I have like, I have like. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers are disappointing anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So whatever, you know, it, it's, it, it is what it is. But yeah. you're, gonna, you're gonna find the hard truth there. Like if you release with a label like uh, Cowgirl and then you're gonna try to release with yourself, like you and your fucking hundred followers on Spotify. Like, yeah. But you should definitely do that because because it's it's like I don't know like you we live in 2021 the the, the possibility is there like fuck labels I used to yeah. say that to everybody it's like fuck labels fuck promoters like do your own shit like release your own stuff it doesn't have to be for a label all the fucking time like this yeah. was like I also I also said that to a bunch of the people that were released with me as well is that you can sort of like ride the bandwagon of self-releasing in the sense of like you put out a release with this label, you put out a release this, with that label, the third release or the fourth release or every third or fourth release you put out should be a solo one. So you yeah. can like, kind of <laughs> like ride. Yourself. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say like that. I was just like, you know, just to ride the wave, like you get the buzz, let's say from the big label, you should try to do that too. Like, and oh yeah, you know, I did it one myself. So. Uh, this I think uh, this is also like a tactic that I have uh, uh, applied to in the early days of Pueblo Vista with people like releasing with me that uh, they would release with other labels and then we would put out one on you know Pueblo Vista in the sense of like or they would put out I would ad advise them to put out one on their own in the sense of like it doesn't have to be with a label all the time man it's like because I mean also like for the editorial placement thing it's imagine if you get placed in an editorial and it's a solo release mm. like, you get to keep like a hundred percent of that shit yeah fuck it and you don't have to pay me or him or that other person or whatever so fuck it especially when it comes to um you know like a label like cowgirl for example like i got i have i actually have uh I have something actually coming up on Cowgirl. It's you it's are, one it's one track on an EP of a friend of mine, Mindelic. I mean, uh, Kimonas is like a Greek producer. Like we hang out, and then at some point, Fucking a couple of months sad. ago, dude, it's not. I told you, it's not a complete thing because I told you I, I never wanna. Oh, never say never. I never yeah. wanna <laughs> release with him, uh, like a fully a full album or whatever, because I don't wanna be in the. I know exactly how how bad or well the algorithm works um and i don't want to be like a lo-fi elevator so uh he texts him like hey i got one uh ep planned with you know look cowgirl you wanna should we collab on a track and we put it out i was like yeah fuck it, whatever because apparently like they keep accepting new tracks maybe like up to like one month before the release right. which i find it super nice you know they, they just kind of like keep it open um and we did one, but the funny thing is like that EP that he puts out is a, a collab with Neely Harder. So, <laughs> so it's like, when it comes to my track or the thing that we collab is like, get this, 50% goes to Cowgirl. And then there's like the rest 50% is split three ways. 
<laughs> so, so what are you like... getting? Like twelve percent? <laughs> Not even. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but but you know, live your life. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. Basically, what I'm getting out of this, it's the the boost on monthly listeners. Yeah, that's what you get. Nothing more, nothing less. But if you do it in a, in that way, in that in that aspect, like it's not gonna skyrocket my shit. You know, I'm steady over a million all the time. So when that all thing right. comes out. Is gonna be maybe it's gonna push me up to 1.2, 1.3, which is perfectly great. And then because of my quote-unquote organic, I'm just gonna stay over the million. So this guy yeah. just fucking oh I've got I've got Millie. <laughs> I got a Millie. <laughs> I, I've I've not at this point, you know, doing this music. I've not even hit a hundred thousand yet. <laughs> Dude, stick with me, and then I'll take you places. No, no, I like I told you, I'm not Dude, riding it. I'm not riding you're... that day. Your looks and my brains. Hey, I've got brains too, kind of. No, you don't. Not when it comes to maths, but. No, yeah. Quick maths. Quick maths. No, that, that's just rude. I do, and I, I, I will, I will die on that sword. I know you do, you idiot. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and let you fucking. With, with was... my cum t-shirt. <laughs> and on that note. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been great. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there was yeah. there was things that I, I just quickly have you seen uh, yeah. Yeah, Chilled on. Cow's merch drop? Oh, I did. Do you know, I, I want nothing about... more, nothing more yeah. than to sip some coffee out of that that lo-fi girl thermos. Come on, <laughs> some some hot cum. <laughs> how, how to tell that you're like lo-fi and chill? Unless yeah, you're like, wearing I'm... a chill cow lo-fi girl fucking yeah. hoodie you know what i actually thought that i i thought i thought that he actually had merch, merch already yeah, yeah that's what yeah, i yeah. thought but apparently maybe because I, I, i'm i'm almost positive that i've probably seen some chilled cow shit at some point but it's a lot easier to market you know like um lo-fi girl i mean he's definitely gonna make back like no doubt there and well deserved, you know. It, like the, the the hype is there; it's built up, and this is like he won't have to try too hard to sell that shit. Like, well, I think this is the thing: like Lo-Fi Girl as an entity has fans. Yes, um, yes. the artists that release with them don't necessarily. Um, yeah. And I think this is it, it's a really strange position to be in because, like, I wouldn't even consider Lo-Fi Girl as a, as a label. Like, it is. A, a brand it is a, a it's a, a brand yes a, a it's an entity thing you know yes. that, that provides a service like it, it's yes. a platform yes and like they have the fans people know like chill cow lofa girl they and then like if you went to someone that that bought like a chill cow like hoodie or something you could probably be like what what artists that they've released do you like and they're they're most likely going to be like mm. I don't know. What? I just I just like to study and chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to study and chill. Don't mind if I do. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting that that that's a thing. Um, and you know, labels with merch. That's uh, that's an yeah. interesting concept as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Let's not. No. 
you have one minute left. <laughs> so yeah. This is something Let's we can talk about. Let's not get into uh, that. Yeah, we can talk about that stuff. It's it's a good topic for the podcast. We can uh, attack it in two weeks time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can even buy the merch and uh, do like a, a live <laughs> unboxing. <laughs> like an honest review. Hey guys, oh, this is my chilled cow hole. Oh, the feels, man. The texture is so soft and smooth. I feel like I'm gonna chill right now. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, again, thanks for everybody who's been with us. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that we have this steady flow of the usual suspects joining the live stream. <laughs> um, it's really great. It's really great. So, uh, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's been a blast as always. And uh, yeah thanks, thanks don't forget to like subscribe and follow <laughs> share us on your instagram and we'll give you nothing we'll give you aaron's cum t-shirt yeah no this is a good t-shirt come on no you get another one all this money from the oh yeah true the... yeah yeah don't worry about it true 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 okay ciao ciao guys bye everybody see you soon pre-save my upcoming ep <laughs> fuck you <laughs>